You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in yours? Welcome back to another episode. It's your girl, Ty. And Carla. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay, so how are you doing right now? I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling today? You know, I'm a little tired, just a little bit. Interesting. Yes, yes. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to hop right in. So our topic for today is finding rest, which is perfect because I'm feeling tired. So I need to find some rest after we record. So um, I'm going to start off with the definition of rest. We have two parts. So when I Googled it, it's the first one is to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself or recover strength. And then the second one is to be placed or supported as to stay in a specific position. And both of these will come into play once we get into our points. Um, But before we do that, Carla, I know you have a little blueprint for rest. So can you share that with us? Yes. So like how you said a blueprint, the blueprint was created, which is when you go back to Genesis and how the earth was created and how God, you know, just basically laid everything down. He shows us that we need rest. So in Genesis um, 2, verses 2 through through 3, God demonstrates that rest is appropriate. And, you know, if God, who is all-knowing, all-powerful, took one day to rest, and he can do it all. He he can lift everything up. You know, he, he could do everything. Mm-hmm. And he took one day to rest, to look at his work and say, it's good. What makes us think that we don't need rest to refresh and reset? And so a scripture that I had stumbled upon, I know it's one that a lot of people uh, have heard of. So it's actually in Matthew um, 28 through 30. So it says, Jesus is speaking and he says, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and all will, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean from me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When I was reading this and then I went to like the study portion of the Bible, it was pretty much going into what a yoke was. 
So it actually says here, and I'm going to show a picture for the people who are actually watching the YouTube video, but it says a yoke is a heavy wooden harness that fits over the shoulders of an ox or oxen. It's attached to a piece of equipment that the oxen are to pull. So pretty much a person who is carrying heavy burdens of like sin or excessive demands like work or even people like religious leaders, like even us doing the podcast, like we have all these other like expectations or things that we're doing, managing work and all our other responsibilities, but then also like the oppression or persecution or just like worry, you know, not like the peace of mind that you mm-hmm. need. Also, um, getting that like that can be a burden when you're just worried all the time and just weary and search for God. Yeah. So um all of these are burdens that we carry. But Jesus is saying, give me your burdens. And basically Jesus frees people from all their burdens. And then the rest that Jesus promises from his love are his love, his healing, and the peace with God. But even though Jesus has given us his love, healing, and the peace, he's not taking away all of the labor. He's not taking away just like all of the hardship. You know, he's forcing us to lean on him. And it also said that a relationship with God changes meaningless, wearisome, worrisome, wearisome toil into spiritual productivity and purpose if I can get it out (laughs) so I wanted to show a picture so this is the yoke so it's pretty much the oxen are um, yoked together and then they're pulling like some hay and so so y'all watching y'all can see it But it's pretty much looking really heavy. There are two people standing in there and God is saying that this is us. Like we are the ones yoked. And then the burden that we're carrying is all the baggage that we have in life pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so once I was reading this, I was like, okay, God, like what is it that like, what is your reason for like revealing this or like allowing me to just find the picture of what it looked like? Because I always think about yoke, like, you know, um, in marriage, you are supposed to be equally yoked. Yes. And um, that means like all of our burdens, we're giving over to God to carry for us and like he makes them light. So our points for this episode and I'll recap them too at the end, but we really want to talk about the fact that when you are living, we really want to talk about when you are not living. So we have six points for this episode. One is you are not living if you are not resting. Two, there is strength in resting. Three, He will carry us while we rest. And then four, when you're exhausted, you don't use logic. Five, you cannot be in prolonged tiredness and and be spiritually woke. And then three, the devil is not 
look the devil is not and then the sixth one the devil is not looking to knock you out but to wear you out so as we go into breaking down the points we first want to really talk about the consequences of what happens when we don't rest and for me i started to realize like when i wasn't resting I could, I wasn't really able to hear God's plan. So like I started to just like plan on my own. Like, God, I know this is what you're doing. So maybe like I should be along this line of Mm -hmm. doing X, Y, and Z, but that wasn't necessarily it. And then I also was really struggling. I, I wouldn't, well, yeah, I was struggling with the fact that like, I didn't really understand what God was doing while he was forcing me to rest and I'll kind of talk about that a little later but just struggling with gaining the strength that I need for my faith because as we grow our strength and our faith is supposed to grow and God is supposed to grow and just in life and marriage and everything you know we need new strength for new struggles and then Carla I know you also had some things that were consequences of things that would happen if we didn't rest. Did you want to share those? Yes. So when we trust our own efforts instead of Christ's power, we become in danger of falling back to old habits. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, just like being rebellious and most importantly, like moving ahead without God's advance or God's guidance. So Mm. that puts us um, in a situation where we don't want to be because why would you want to be ahead of God when God has the perfect plan for you? Mm -hmm. You know? So, and like you said, we begin to doubt God's, we begin to doubt God and his timing when we're just restless. Mm Mm-hmm. And it really comes back to that image. It's like we are carrying all this stuff that like if we just rested, well, if we just rest, we could hear from God and we would know that like he has a full plan and we don't need to be carrying all the things that we're carrying because he will carry us. Yeah. And I think I was having a conversation with my, my other friend and I was basically telling her, you know, she's been going through a lot. I told her, like, you need to just tell God here. This is this is everything that I've been trying to carry. This is everything that's been bothering me. This is everything that I'm struggling with. I have tried. At this point, I need you to come into my life and just carry the rest. Help me get through this. Because if we try to carry God's weight, oh, my God, we're going to fail miserably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he pretty much said it, like, his burden is light. Like he wants it to be light for us, but we choose mm-hmm. to carry more than we even have to. Right. Yeah. And we even choose to make certain decisions that we don't have to make. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wanted to share, cause I was just talking about um, like my struggles with resting. And I know I've kind of talked about it before, like how if I don't rest, God will force me to rest. So before I feel like that will always happen, like once a month, he would force me to rest and like not work or anything. But then the last week uh, I started doing my notes for this episode and I was like, I'm going to do them early. I got all this. And then like 
once I started, I just felt God tell me, like, you need to be resting. And I was like, hmm. And then I listened. So, like, last week, I just took time to rest. I just took time to, like, clear my head because I was just feeling a little off. And then I just felt him, like, confirming certain things that he already told me and um, just making it a little easier, just not him having to force me to rest and then revealing why he's forcing me. It's like, I've been here already. I mm-hmm. just need to be obedient and do what he said so that he's not forcing me to take rest. And when I say forcing me, like starting to feel so uneasy or so overwhelmed or just so like distraught kind of that I can't really do any of the things that he needs me to do in that moment when really like he doesn't need you to do anything right now. He just needs you to rest and trust that his plans will still go forward even if you don't do what you think you should be doing. Because it's just me like, again, me getting in my way saying like, no, God, you told me X, Y, and Z. I need to like get on it. I got to work. I got to do all these things when I don't have to. Like I need to just relax, pray, take some time and just sit in the moment and like reflect. That's what, So when I was saying like I had called my therapist and I needed to make an appointment, I was like, I really just needed to, like I was starting to feel that uneasy, like feeling that I will always get when I really just needed to rest. Like I needed to reflect so I started doing my video journaling. I've been doing it like almost every day because I just need to like get out, you know, yeah. everything that I'm feeling. And it was just like, wow. And then this week I feel so much better. Like I can start with a clean slate. I don't feel uneasy. I feel like I'm back on track, even doing my devotional because I had fell off and I was like trying to understand where it was coming from but it was really like god just trying to get me to be like okay like you need to refocus because you haven't been resting and i and i heard it this time and i actually mm-hmm. did it i didn't like keep didn't wait going. for him yeah exactly because to if force I you if i would have kept going i would have just started feeling terrible and then i would have been like wow now i can't do nothing because i gotta rest girl that That's good. That's good that you were able to notice that and like take action because let me tell you guys something right now. I'm in a season of my life where it's just busy at my job. We're doing the COVID shots. So it's crazy up in there. I'm helping you with the podcast and I'm like trying to get like my fitness journey still going and I'm just busy and I didn't know how much of a toll everything was taking on me till my cousin, she decided to have like a family Bible study. And, you know, I hopped on and we were just talking and I literally like just broke down into tears. Like that's how stressed I was. And I, Mm. it took me to get to that point to realize like, okay, I need to slow down. Like I can't be trying to do this and this and that. Mm. And I've stepped away from certain things for this moment because I just feel like it's okay for me to say no right now. Mm. It's okay for me to not give energy where I'm not getting energy back Yeah, with people, mm. you know, like, and I feel like our culture 
brainwashes us to think that if we have a busy schedule, if we're doing something all the time, that means you're productive. Right. But like, where in that schedule do you have time to take care of yourself, to take care of yourself spiritually, mentally, physically? Like you have to steward your time well. Yeah, exactly. And that's why if you like, how can you be living if you're not resting? Like, Girl, you period. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, it's so important to notice how things are affecting you. And just sit down and reflect. And like you said, that video video journaling, I started this week. And right now, my goal is just to do it at least once a week and mm-hmm. like go back and see how I feel. Because sometimes journaling for me, I was telling you yesterday, like I can't get all my feelings down. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like way faster than what I'm writing. <laughs> so it was just cool. I had like a little experience. I got to see how I felt and everything. It was cool. I suggest that people try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna come up too with like a different ways to journal. Yeah, for people like because there's so many different ways that you can journal. You don't have to just like write everything down or even video. You don't have to just video. There's so many different different things we could do. One thing that I also wanted to talk about was things that we have to do. So. We have to make time like we don't we can't just be like, oh, well, I'm going to find time to rest because that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Because like, again, if God needs us to do something, he's going to get his way every time, even if it's, you know, you have to feel a certain emo or yeah, he, he might allow you to feel a certain way so right. that you can rest like. Okay, yeah, now you're just so stressed out to the point where you don't have a choice. Like, you need this time to rest or you need this time to pray or whatever it is he's trying to get us to do. So we have to make the time. And he should be the one, like, getting the first amount of time in our day. Like, he should come first. And then... Oh, I love how you say like we have to make time because it just takes me back when I was like going over my stuff for this for this episode. I I was looking at Jesus and how he himself would withdraw into silence to rest from people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the Bible says as often as possible, Jesus withdrew two out of the way places for prayer so he made it a point to make sure that he was in communication with his father because our times of rest refresh us for times of service Mm -hmm. so like you said we need to take time to set apart and refresh it's because we can't pour into another person's cup if our Mm -hmm. cup is empty and it just makes sometimes i feel like we forget that jesus was also human Mm-hmm. So I get tired. I get sick and tired of people, girl. I work with the general public. <laughs> so I could only imagine how Jesus felt. He was right. human. He had to have felt everything that we feel. Mm-hmm. So imagine spending all day teaching, spending all day loving, because loving is not something easy. Loving takes work. Yeah. Um, spending all day healing. Mm-hmm. And giving your all to the people around you. On top of that, dealing with hate. Like he had to be tired at points right I so, can imagine. <laughs> yeah like he had to remove himself to take care of himself mentally and just physically mm-hmm. you know yeah 
And that's crazy. Like as much as he did, the fact that he still took time and it didn't matter if people still needed him, were looking for him, like were trying to get something from him. Right. He needed that time. And it's just like us still allowing ourselves to need time. I had tweeted, uh, I think this past week, like no is a full sentence. Oh, girl, no is self-care. Yeah. The word no is self-care and people mm-hmm. need to practice it. Uh, when we were reading To Hell with the Hustle, mm-hmm. there was a whole chapter about that. And it opened my eyes to make my default answer no. Like before anything, if you're asking me something to do something, my answer initially is going to be no, because mm-hmm. I have to check if it works with whatever I'm doing. Right. It's I think it's wonderful for people to be helpful, mm-hmm. you know, but you also need to know your limits. Yes, that's good. Anything, anything. What, what's that saying? That, um, too much of anything is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So too much helping, like who's helping you? Mm-hmm. Who's refreshing you? Right. That's true. That's true. And saying no and I feel like it can be so hard too and I feel like this is how like Jesus ties into like our healing like he is a healer right and when we look at how rest can be so healing for us and like saying no can be so healing for us um taking like times of silence can be just healing in the sense that we're not constantly overexerting ourselves in different areas right and i think it too it comes from like a place like when you really um you know why god loves you and you know you are loved fully then you can fully love yourself it's like no god needs me to rest he needs me to say no he needs me to not surround myself in certain environments he like once you get to that place it's so easy to take the rest and to say excuse me and to say no because we know that god has a purpose for it right and you just brought up the word silence Mm -hmm. and silence is also rest when we remove ourselves from the noise and the busyness of life, we have time to be in silence and to really hear from and speak to God. And there was this verse that I, well, it's a couple verses. It's in first Kings 19. It's verses 11 through 13. It says, then the Lord said, go out from the cave and stand in front of the Lord on the mountain. The Lord will pass in front of you. Then a very strong and powerful wind tore the mountains into pieces. It broke the rocks in front of the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, he heard someone who was speaking very, very quietly. When Elijah heard that, he put his cloak over his face. He went out and stood at the way into the cave. Then the voice said to him, Elijah, what are you doing here? So in this couple of verses, we see all these big, crazy things happening. Tornadoes, storms. Like I would imagine that's how God would communicate to us. Mm -hmm. Like some grand, big gesture. But it comes down to a small, still 
voice. Mm-hmm. And for a long time for me, I was like, man, I don't, I can't hear God. Like, what's going on? And to me, I was thinking God was going to be like, Carla, this is me. I need you to do this. You have to go here. You need to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that at yeah. all. At all. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, really seclude myself and just listen. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be ready to listen and receive whatever it is that he's trying to tell you. Because yeah. he's not going to be fighting against the all the noise of the world. He's not going to be fighting for your attention. When you're ready to listen, then he'll vocalize yeah. whatever he needs to vocalize, whatever he needs to show you. Mm-hmm. And it's important because we could miss something that he's trying to tell us if we're all wrapped up in the craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On TikTok. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And even just like things that we watch. I think I talked about it last time. Like it was a show I was watching. I had to stop watching it because I just felt like cloudy. I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain it, but I just stopped watching it. It was too much witchcraft and like all this other stuff going on. I'm like, you yeah, know, I can't watch this. I'm just on exit stage left. Some other things that I felt like I kind of realized helped me in um, some things that I feel like resting kind of helped me with were I've been able to live out God's plan and his vision, Mm -hmm. but also, like you said, like having the world in there, you can't really hear necessarily. And then even in certain seasons, like he might expect, I know I'm in a season where I have to pray. So in my resting, he told me clearly that you need to be praying for at least an hour a day, like the sermons, they can wait the um the music like that's not what you need right now and that's why it's not fu- like fulfilling you right now so in my time of rest I got to know that like okay now I'm in a new season because I've never like just done this every day mm-hmm. but I listen to sermons all the time um so yeah um I like that though that you shared that because Sometimes I feel like a lot of people think that it's a certain way, the whole mm. the whole relationship with Christ. And it's it's really not. Sometimes you need to be into sermons. Sometimes you need to just be in prayer. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to be in fasting mode. Sometimes, yeah. you know, he calls us into such different seasons of our lives. And I think it's important that we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's always so different. And then our journeys will be different, too. So it's right. like good for people to know that they it won't always be the same and he won't always have the same expectations of us yeah because then we're limiting god and putting him into this box of what he can and how he can show us or um, teach us and that is you have to just be open-minded with god yeah another thing was we really have to grow in our faith so like i was just saying um i have to be praying now versus like watching sermons and listening to music all the time but so since I have to be doing that it's like that's going to allow me to grow now in my faith it's going to allow me to grow in prayer and praying for other people not even just myself and being able to rest and 
fast and just be in his presence and listen has like allowed me to be able to see that. So then that's going to take me to another level, like unlocking another level in my faith. Yeah. So resting, it just brings up all these different things. And just imagine like if we don't rest, then you don't get that revelation or you don't get that word. And then it's like, okay, are we kind of stalling? Like what's happening then? Like the consequences, like you said, is just um, not going to be the best. Right. And in our resting, another thing that I wanted to talk about was just the strength that we gain from resting. Because I feel like even for me, like God was forcing me to rest, but then also now, um, just as I grow, I'm taking the rest, but like the strength that I just have in trusting that he, it's like another level of trust. Like he got me, I can just literally depend on him for everything. My emotions, my strength, if I need to know how to grow in him, he's going to tell me like, yes, prayer, Get all the other stuff you've been doing. This is what I need you to do. And just being able to trust him. So even that, like the strength that he gives us um, in order for us to just grow to the level that he needs us to be in life. And I think it's just amazing. I think the strength, too, that he gives us is another point. Sorry. Um, It just helps us grow through the tough times, the confusing, the confusing situations that come up. Of course, like I said, life and faith and then him just making our burdens lighter for us, like our trials, just anything that we would see is like hard. So like not having peace, being worrisome all the time, those things, he just really is using rest to allow us to grow and just allowing us to turn over our things to him and like trusting him more if that makes sense Uh, no i feel like with rest you have to put that's like you what is that oh i get so mixed up with all these things but putting your money where your mouth is Mm -hmm. like you have to really okay you say you trust god you you're gonna give it all to him okay now's your time to prove it yep that's true that's true. And then two, it's like, I didn't really understand the importance of resting like to this extent, like as far as just how much it has to do with like us hearing from God, mm-hmm. us being aligned with his plan. And like, cause even me, like I always would pray like, God, I want to be, you know, um, I want you to allow me to grow into the woman that you need me to be. But I never thought about how sacrificing and saying no was so important to like me resting and then me growing in my faith and growing in life. And then also this week, well, last week, I was just thinking like, wow, I feel like right now in my life, I'm the most successful I've ever been just like all the way around, like. I don't necessarily feel like like where I am now, like this is the most success I've ever had in life, just in every aspect. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of discipline, him forcing me to rest and like 
me being obedient to what he was trying to do, even when it was like things that I just absolutely didn't want to do. But then just seeing everything come full circle, like how he just, I don't know, he forces us to do things that don't make sense that other people don't get. But it all is working out for like what's best for us. Because now I'm like, well, I don't know what you have planned for like the rest of the year, but I don't necessarily see how it could be, how I could be more successful. Like, so now, like I have no expectations for what's to come. That's, that's where he needs us to be. We don't have expectations. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, then, then we're limiting God. Like, Mm -hmm. so I love that for you. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I think it just shows a lot of like how he just be working. Mm-hmm. And so another point, another point. So one of our points that we actually had was um, when you're exhausted, you don't use logic. And Carla, I just want to ask you, like, what does exhaustion look like? Like when we're in that space. What are the different types of exhaustion and then what do they look like? Okay. Can we pause and then I'll come back and say this? Cause my laptop is about to die. Okay. So the different types of exhaustion that I thought of that came up were there's physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, and spiritual exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Jerry Flowers, he does a whole sermon on this. It's so good. We'll have to put in the show notes. Okay. But physical exhaustion, what is that? You're tired. You've been working. Girl, you need to go to sleep. Dude, you need to relax. Like, take a day off. Mm-hmm. Um, just an FYI, I was supposed to be working today because they had scheduled me to work. <laughs> First, they t- I was supposed to be off. Then they scheduled me to work. And I said, you know what? I need. I just need a day to myself. It's been so crazy. I'm just going to take this day off. I'm going to work, do this. And then after this, there's like stuff that I need to go back to that God needs me to, you know, do. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take this day for myself. Sometimes you just need a day for yourself, people like and rest, sleep in, go to the gym, do whatever you want that makes you feel better. Mm Okay. Okay. Then we have mental exhaustion. So what is this? And Pastor Jerry Flowers brought this up and I I was like so mind blown because he says he's talking about your inner critic. Mm. So you always comparing yourself, that takes a lot. Okay. Mm. You always, oh, well, this person's at this level. This person got there faster than me. How come I'm not there? What am I doing wrong? Like, y'all, we have our own journey that God specifically crafted out for us. Yeah. So there's no need for you to be comparing yourself to others physically or like achievement wise. I know I used to do this all the time because I have shared this before. I did drop out of college and basically mostly all of my friends have degrees and I don't. And I'm just like, well, I don't feel smart enough. I don't feel like I have that education that I need to like actually really succeed in life. But that's a lie from the enemy. Mm -hmm. You know, God, he 
he has a plan for me. I don't know what it is, but I know it's going to be a great plan. Mm. I know he's going to, he wants me to live a successful life. He wants me to live a prosperous life. So I'm not even tripping about that anymore. And then mental exhaustion. What else is that? When we can't sleep at night, when we're overthinking, we're supposed to have childlike faith. So you and Jax, Jax knows without a doubt, you're going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. He knows you're going to feed him. He knows you're going to clothe him. He mm-hmm. has nothing to worry about. That's why they're, he's over there eating dirt. He don't <laughs> care. He's living his best life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we need to be like that with God. We need to remember, you know, I don't I don't have nothing to worry about because God's got me. And that actually took me to Psalms 3, 5 and David. He's saying, I lay down. I lay down and slept and woke up in safety for I know the Lord was watching over me. Hmm. You just have that peace. Like you've been talking about, you have that peace that God's going to take care of this. I don't know how, but I know he's going to take care of it and I'm just going to ride through it. And then spiritual exhaustion. That's where weakness meets opportunity. Hmm. So, I think a perfect example of this was I was talking to my cousin the other night and I was like, you know, my year of being single is is coming up. It's going to be over. And I'm like worried that I'm going to fall back into old habits. And the goal for me now is to not have sex till marriage, even Mm -hmm. though I already I've already had sex. Mm -hmm. But she's like, why are you thinking about not doing it? She's like, if you keep thinking about that and try to like live up to that expectation, she's like, Mm. it's going to consume you. Mm. And that's when that's when, you know, the enemy will come and he'll be like, "Mm, yeah, you can do this and you can do that. And you, you know, and being consumed with that. So I can't be trying to like, what's the word? Like control. Yes, control. I need to let Mm. go. And let God, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not equipped to carry, we've said it, God's weight. So I'm just going to submit myself to him mm-hmm. and do what I can. So before I recap the points, did you have anything else that you wanted to share on the topic of resting? I would just like to say, take time to reflect on how you're stewarding the time that you're given. Mm. I know I've been dropping the ball recently and God came for me and he's like, you need to be more consistent. And I was like, "Ooh, okay, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so Mm. sorry. (laughs) And just steward your time. Well, that's, that's all I can say. Cause when you stew it, I feel like when you put God first, Especially when you start your day, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I could get a flat tire. The worst things could happen to me, but I'm just filled with his spirit. Mm-hmm. And I know like, you know, this can't, this can't bother me. I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Putting him first. I feel like definitely just, it set the tone. It's also mm-hmm. like putting on that armor <laughs> and just being ready for anything that's coming. I seen a TikTok the other day and it was like, I weighed myself this morning and the armor of God is real heavy. 
uh, uh, I was dying. That's too funny. So I did want to recap the points for y'all. So of course there are six points. So number one, you are not living if you are not resting. Number two, we gain strength when we rest. Number three, God carries our burdens and our problems when we rest in him. Number four, when you're exhausted, you don't, we don't use logic. Number five, you cannot be in prolonged tiredness and spiritually, why do I keep messing this up? Okay. Number five, you cannot be in prolonged tiredness and be spiritually woke. And then number six, the devil is not looking to knock you out, but to wear you out. And so just make sure you write those six down um, and just keeping in mind who God is. And then with keeping in mind who he is, I wanted to share something that I wrote down that God told me. And he said, when you seek rest in me, I will give you that and more. When um, Don't you know that when you seek rest in me, you find peace? So many of my children seek peace, but do not come to me for rest. But in me, you receive that peace. You do not, don't you know, I am the prince of peace. Um, and then he said, don't you know I can give you what you seek from others, from things, from man, from woman, and from the world? And then he said, so rest in me now and let me fill you up. So this is something that I've been trying to do. And I wanted to just share that because I feel like, well, no, not I feel like, but I know from research that I've been doing that peace is one of, it's like top five things that every person in the world mm-hmm. is searching for. And peace is like top three, I think. You know, we're searching for happiness, peace, like fulfillment, like all these things. And I'm like, wow, all these things come from God and we can just have them if we trust him with all the things that we're carrying and like we just stop trying to carry them ourselves. Yeah. So yes, that is that. And then switching gears, I would like to go into our segments. So our melody of the week is actually a song by Cortez. The song is Won't Let Go. Fire. Yeah, Fire. I love him. So uh, I want to just hop right to the first verse. So he says, to keep my mind focused on you. Yes, I keep my mind focused on you. I never keep my mind focused on two things at the same time. And then he repeats, hey, at the same time. And then he said, amen, stay up, pray up, way up, way up. And then he goes into the chorus. I said he won't let go. No, he won't let go. Yeah, he owns my soul. So um, that is the song, the melody of the week. And then the reason why I chose this one was because when he says, um, I never keep my mind focused on two things at the same time. I'm like, 
Yes. Like when we trying to like juggle all these things again, like our focus should just be on like God's plan. And then we should allow him to focus on everything else. Right. So it's like, I love that. And then I also want to do our happy thought segment. So what's making you happy? And I just added this in last minute. I'll go first because I want to add in um, a little wine from last night. Um, you stole mine. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Let me really think because what is making me happy? So what's making me happy right now is just God showing me mercy. That's mm. every morning when I make up, when I wake up, it's just I remind myself like God's giving you mercy. He's giving you grace. So accept it and live your day. And yeah, that makes me happy because that just makes me feel like God cares about me so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. I love to hear it. God's grace and mercy. And our so next we have our journal assignment. I want y'all to ask yourself, have you been resting in the Lord lately? Have you been resting in him? And then have you been resting in the world as well? Just have you been getting rest? So when it comes to physical, mental, and spiritual, have you been resting? And that actually wraps up this episode. I did have some announcements that I don't currently have here, but I do want to just talk about the giveaway And I'm just going to say it plain and clear here for all the things that you actually have to do. So we're doing three giveaways. Here's how you enter to win. You have to screenshot or screen record yourself while listening to your favorite episode, either on the podcast app you listen to or on um, YouTube. And then share that favorite episode, that picture or recording, share that on your Instagram or Facebook, tag us in it. But then you also have to send it to me via DM on Instagram or Facebook. So do those. And then I will actually, I don't know, should I tell them what they're going to win? I don't know. Maybe Maybe you should say one of the prizes. (laughs) Okay. So one of the prizes is actually a devotional book from um, Deborah Anthony. The She was the guest on the first episode last season. So episode one, season four. She, yeah, she has this 21 day devotional. It was a new book that she came out with after wow. the book mm-hmm, that she talked about. So I got them and I wanted to give one of them away. So that's one of the things you can win. And then the other one is if you are a business owner, you could win something for your business. So if you are a business owner, you can win that one. And then the other one is if you love journaling. So that's all I'm going to say. You, If you're not subscribed to the emails, you would have found out what they all were if you got the email from last week. But... um. Yeah, you got to subscribe if you want to get the details of what's going on. So that wraps up this episode. Carla, did you want to, did you have anything you want to close it out with? 
No, just that I am thankful for everybody showing support and I appreciate all the listeners and yeah, that's it. Okay. That wraps up another episode and we will talk to y'all next week. Oh, wait, wait, I do this every time. (laughs) So um, I just want to share that this season is almost over. We like halfway through and it's kind of sad. I just want to share that it's a a sad time. That is almost over. So, um, yeah. And I'll let y'all know about the new season because it's going to be a little different this year. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. All right. Talk to y'all next week. Adios. Bye.